Welcome to the second episode of Expelliarmus, a Harry Potter podcast. We are Popsy and Bellany. By the, by the way, there are going to be some spoilers as we are summarising the chapters. So, as we kick it off, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be summarising the first chapter of Harry Potter. The Boy Who Lived. The novel opens with the description of the Dursley family of number four, Privet Drive. Vernon Dursley, an overweight man with a bushy moustache, works as the director of a drill-making firm, while his wife Petunia is thin and blonde and has a particular penchant for spying on the neighbours. Their son Dudley is grotesquely fat, even as a toddler, and is spoiled rotten by both parents. The Dursley family is perfectly content to live normal and uninteresting lives. In fact, their greatest fear is that someone will find out that one of their relatives is not completely normal and uninteresting. Petunia's sister, Lily Potter, is decidedly undursliest. As a result, Petunia has not spoken to her in several years. One morning, the Dursley family begins the day much as any other. Vernon gets dressed for work, while Petunia feeds Dudley and tells her husband about the latest gossip from the neighbours. Yet, as Vernon leaves for work, he notices something strange, a cat reading a map. When he takes a second look, however, the map has vanished, and the tabby cat is staring straight back at him. Convinced that he is imagining things, Vernon continues his drive to work. While stopping in traffic, though, Vernon notices another strange thing. Several people in the street wearing brightly coloured cloaks. Still, he decides to dismiss the strange things and focus on the drill making scheduled for the day. When Vernon leaves for his lunch break, he is again irritated to notice numerous people wearing brightly coloured cloaks and milling together excitedly. As he passes by, he overhears some of them talking about the Potters and in a moment of terror, he wonders if they might be talking about his bizarre sister-in-law and her family. Although he tries not to worry about it, after all, Potter is a very common name. Vernon spends the rest of the day in a state of distraction until 5pm when he can go home and talk to Petunia about the strange goings-on of the day. When he gets to his house, he is confronted by the same tabby cat as this morning, now sitting on his garden wall. Petunia's day has been completely normal, and Vernon wonders if he should bother telling her about the strange whispers about the Potters. It might have just been a coincidence, but still, the television news report was full of strange occurrences, showers of shooting stars and hundreds of owls flying during the day. Vernon wondered, <laughs> wonders if the mentions of the Potters was a coincidence after all. As he uneasily falls asleep, Vernon concludes that even if those strange people in the cloaks were talking about his sister-in-law and her family, it would hardly have any effect on his life. A few minutes before midnight, a tall, thin man named Albus Dumbledore suddenly appears on the street of Corn of <laughs> suddenly appears on the street corner of Privet Drive. Using a silver putter-outer, Dumbledore swiftly puts out all the street lamps until the lamp is completely dark and then notices a tabby cat, still keeping watch on the corner. The cat transforms into a severe-looking woman with square glasses, who Dumbledore refers to as Professor McGonagall. 
Dumbledore and Professor McGonagall discuss the occurrences of the day and the rumoured disappearance of you-know-who, also known as Voldemort. A few wi- a, a, a dark wizard who has been in power in, Brit- in Britain for the past 11 years. The subject turns to the Potter family and Dumbledore informs Professor McGonagall that Lily and James Potter are both dead, murdered by Voldemort. Their infant son, Harry, however, somehow survived Voldemort's killing curse and broke the Dark Dark Wizard's power. Dumbledore plans to leave Harry with the Dursleys, but his only remaining relatives will have to raise him until he is old enough to understand about the death of his parents and his magical abilities. Professor McGonagall protests Dumbledore's decision, but Dumbledore explains that there is no one else. Moreover, by living with the Dursleys, Harry will be protected from his own fame as the boy who lived. A few moments later, a giant named Hagrid drives drives out of the sky on a flying motorbike and hands Dumbledore a bundle of blankets containing the infant Harry. Dumbledore gently leaves the baby on the Dursley's doorstep with a letter of explanation and Dumbledore, Professor McGonagall and Hagrid leave the scene. So that was the summary of the first chapter, The Boy Who Lived. So now we're going to start talking about the different aspects of the chapter and who the characters are and things like that. So I think it seems right to start off with the Dursleys. Yeah. As they're like one of the main characters. So they live in number four, Privet Drive. So should we talk about number four, Privet Drive or the Dursleys first? I think we should talk about the Dursleys first. Yeah, so I'm just trying to find it on the Wizarding World. Oh, that's the Dolores. website we're getting all of the summaries from. It's very good. You should check it out. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, let me try and find it. I can't see anywhere. I was looking at it the other day. Oh, here we go. Ah, here we go. I found it. Okay. So. This is like the, the backstory of um, Harry's aunt and uncle, basically. It's the backstory, so I'm just going to read this bit quickly. Harry's aunt and uncle met at work. Petunia Evans, forever embittered by the fact that her parents seemed, seemed to value her sister more than they valued her. She left Cokesworth forever to pursue a typing course in London. But you figure out, um, in one of the future ch- future chapters, you figure out that... She, um, you know when uh, Harry gets all his letters to go to Hogwarts, Vernon actually yeah. drives them to Cokesworth because when they're in the hotel, you hear them, you hear them, you the like butler or somebody comes over and says, "I've got like a hundred of these letters behind front desk," and if you look at the address on it, it actually says Cokesworth. So that's handy. Now we know where. Yeah. Where they were. So let's see. Okay, I'm just trying to find this now. It's really hard to find. It's like, it's quite far down. It's got a picture of the cupboard under the stairs and like their hallway. So it says here, Vernon Dursley proposed marriage very correctly on one knee in his mother's sitting room. So, can't find it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Petunia accepted at once. Yep. <laughs> So let me see. Ah, here, this one's good. 
At first meeting between Lily, her boyfriend, and her boyfriend James Potter, the engaged couple went badly. Their relationship nosedived from there. James was amused by Vernon and made the mistake of showing it. Vernon tried to patronise James, asking what car he drove. James described his... James... I keep saying Jones. <laughs> James described his racing broom. So, yeah... Um, Vernon supposed out loud that wizards had to live on an unemployment benefit. So James went and explained about Gringotts and the fortune his parents had saved there in solid gold. The evening ended with Vernon and Petunia storming out of the restaurant while Lily burst into tears and James, a little ashamed of himself, promised to make things up with Vernon at the earliest opportunity. But it's kind of sad because they never actually got to. Yeah. Because they ended up being killed by Voldemort, which is really sad. Yeah. Poor them. Yeah. So it says here, this never happened. Petunia did not want to hurt, did not want Lily as a bridesmaid because she was tired of being overshadowed. Lily was hurt. Vernon refused to speak to James at the reception, but described him within within James Earshot as some kind of amateur magician. Once married, Petunia grew ever more like Vernon. She loved their neat square house and number four privet drive. She was secure now from objects that behaved strangely, from teapots that suddenly piped tunes as she passed, or long conversations about things she did not understand, with names like Quidditch and Transfiguration. So, yeah. It's quite sad, actually. She's... She's yeah. become boring to avoid magic. Yeah, so there's quite a bit more about it. But do you think we should talk about number four private drive quickly? Yeah. Okay, so let's go up. It. it takes ages to find things. It's really <laughs> annoying. So let's see. La 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 la. Hmm. Ah, found it. Okay, so. The name of a street of the Dursleys live is a reference to that. that <laughs> oh, I can't speak <laughs> again. The name of the street of the Dursleys live is a reference to that most plant. <laughs> 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 ah, yeah, I found it. Which makes neat hedges around many English gardens. Cool. So yeah. Uh, so this is basically J.K. Rowling talking about the Dursleys. So the name of their area is Little Wi- I don't- I never know how to pronounce this. Is it Whining? Little Whining? Whinging? Whining? Yeah. I don't really understand. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> um, which sounds appropriate- Oh, we can't talk. <laughs> Appropriately- Yeah, I, I, I don't know what that means. I can't say that. Shall we try and find complaining um, or whining in a British English? I'm yeah. Just say that. <laughs> okay. So another char- another like two characters. Well, three actually. Another three characters which they mention is. Um. Oh, I can't speak either. <laughs> um. Dumbledore and McGonagall. So if we just try and find ah here. So it's Professor, there's a whole tab about Professor McGonagall. Oh, I'll try to find that. So it says childhood. Minerva McGonagall was the first child and only daughter of a Scottish 
Presbyterian minister and a Hogwarts educated witch. She grew up in the Highlands of Scotland and only graduated gradually became aware that there was something strange both of her own abilities and her parents' magic mad marriage. <laughs> so she never so, knew until Yeah, I guess. Oh. So Oh, I can't find it. Oh, it's right at the end. That's annoying. Oh, it says here, she, um, aware that her parents, a witch and a wizard, would frown on a connection with a serious young muggle, Isobel kept their virgin relationship a secret. By the time she was 18, she had fallen in love with Robert. Unfortunately, she had not found the courage to tell him what he what she was. Wait, what? Um, so basically it, she are those her parents i don't know but she had like fallen in love with this guy and then she she he he didn't know that she was a witch and then when she told him uh something happened i don't know oh i think they basically just got I don't know. So the birth of their first child, Minerva, proved... So, oh, so that must be... Is that her? her. So those two people, Isabel and Robert Guy, who must have been her parents. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Robert. (laughs) Okay, so there's more about McGonagall. So if you go on to Harry Potter... Grandmother. Oh, that's nice. Talented witch. Early heartbreak. Upon graduation of Hogwarts, Minerva returned to the mains to enjoy one last summer with her family before setting out to London. She's been offered a period of these for months. So yeah, there's quite a bit about McGonagall. Mm, Friendship with Albus Dumbledore, marriage. JK Rowling's thought. So yeah. So yeah. She's quite an interesting character. So she try yeah. to find Dumbledore. Uh, yep. <laughs> okay, let's see. There must be an easier way to find it. Yeah, like something you can type up. Yeah, cuz it's so you have to scroll down and it's How so do you annoying. How pronounce those spells? Mahutukoro. <laughs> Mahutukoro. Castello Bruxo. I, I never there's, knew There's really, really useful things on this. There's like the Hufflepuff common room, which we'll be talking about and stuff. Uh, I've so, always yeah. wanted to... It's annoying that we never include that in the films. I really want to see what it looks like. I can't find Dumbledore anywhere. We don't have Dumbledore. I don't see why they... Wait, there's also this really other good, really good website called Harry Potter Wiki Fandom. So you can go and check that out. But there are so, any things on Dumbledore. If you wait, go on to Harry Harry Potter Wiki. It's so good. It like tells you everything you need to know. It's super good. So let me just find characters: Minerva, McGonagall, Hermione Granger. Let's see. How do I type? Aha! Here we go. Done. Oh, we're only nine. 
Dumbledore's family. Okay. The thing I find most annoying about Dumbledore is that he's in the Deathly Hallows, which we're doing, we're going like six, like six books ahead or something. Um, in the Deathly Hallows, they go over Dumbledore's family, but I still don't understand it. Yeah, it's so un- it's so confusing. <sighs> so he was a Gryffindor. Obviously, people have asked me about that, and I just. <laughs> uh, I, I know we know a lot about that, but I didn't know that. I always used to think it was in Hufflepuff for some reason. I don't know. I always... Uh, wait. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Aurelius Dumbledore, whatever his name is, you know, in Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Credence, that's actually Dumbledore's, like, brother or something. Is he? Yeah, it's something like that. Oh. Or it's like his cousin or something, I don't really know, it's really confusing. So what's this? Okay. A before Dumbledore's gooch charm. <laughs> oh yeah, they they mention that in one of the books. This was a charm used by A before Dumbledore to supposedly keep a goat's horns curly and clean. Oh, he was prosecuted because the charm was considered inappropriate. <laughs> That's sad. So there's another thing here which says, the Dumbledores originally lived in Mold on the Wold. Like, who who would name like a town Mold on the Wold? <laughs> Sounds like Mold on the Wall. <laughs> but moved to Godric's Hollow after Percival Dumbledore was sent to Azkaban for attacking Muggles. So I think Percival's his dad. I think. Oh yeah, then his. Uh, his. Oh, what was I gonna say? Ah. Uh... Some his brother knew Grindelwald, yeah, Grindelwald. Yeah. yeah. And he oh. killed his sister. Oh, they never yeah. knew who killed his sister. It could have been Dumbledore. Yeah, that's, I always got confused. That's just sad. I know, I feel really bad. Okay. Also, you know them. There are like magic numbers, like seven and twelve in the Harry Potter world. Yeah. There's like twelve uses of dragon's blood. So does that make dragon's blood lucky? Do you think? Uh, I don't know, but I, it's really rare. Oh, Dumbledore desperately needs a love story. I'm gonna see what this says. <laughs> oh, there's a video clip. Oh, I better pause that. Whoops. <laughs> Uh, so there's loads of really good stuff on this website. I'm back on the Harry Potter, the other website. Oh wow! So apparently he has a relationship with Grindelwald. <gasps> I never knew that. I know that's so weird. So okay, so. So, um, there's loads of really good stuff on this website, but there's loads of, like, stuff which we'll cover in the later books. So, yeah. 
Yeah, it's really good. That's interesting. So, should we look at somebody else now? Yeah. Like, why don't we look at Harry himself? And I know there's not much more we can learn about him, but... Also, um, there's this, um, like, code thing, like, one of these boxes, which is about the Potters, which would be really interesting, I think. Where'd you find so it? So, let me try and... So, it's, like, one of the big boxes at the beginning, along with the Cauldron, Sorting Hat, and Potter Family. So, if you oh, click yeah. on that. The Potter Here. Family. Or... Yeah. Let's see. Potter is not... Potter is not an uncommon muggle surname and the family did not make it so-called scarce 28 for the reason. The anonymous I can't speak. <laughs> anonymous compiler, I think. I didn't know how to pronounce that. Yeah. So let's see. There's quite a bit on here. His... That's so weird. So it says the Potters continued to marry their neighbours, occasionally muggles. What? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Why did it say that? So it says it's like on the third paragraph. Oh yeah. So yeah. Oh, at the end, it's the mirror of Eris said when Harry sees all his family. <laughs> Wait, it's signed by J.K. Rowling. Do you see that? Yeah, maybe. Oh, cool. It's very good. Yeah. Look, you can just see a random hand going up her back. <laughs> okay. So yeah. There's quite a bit on this website, as I said before. James Potter inherited Ignotus Heffrel's invisibility cloak. I still can't talk. Don't know how to pronounce half of these things. Fleamont Euphemia. (laughs) (laughs) They live long enough to see James marry a muggle-born girl called Lily Lily Evans. Oh, we never met Harry. That's sad. They died of dragon. <gasps> I know. Box. It's so. It's just like, why would you do that to a little boy? Yeah. It's so sad. So yeah. Who's Henry? <laughs> I think Henry might be his grandfather. Or maybe great grandfather. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So yeah, so that's a little bit about the history of Dumbledore and the Potter family. So I did find some other stuff to talk about. Here we go. So they also mentioned Sirius Black, which is actually Harry's godfather, but we don't find that out until like halfway through the third book. Yeah. When they think he's gonna kill them. So should we look at him or leave that for the third book? Yeah, I think we should leave that one till then. Okay, I'm trying to find something. So, oh, there's one about. Oh, 
what, when you type on, when you click on the philosopher's stone, there's only like three really small characters. Characters? What oh. are you talking about? <laughs> getting too caught up in Harry Potter. <laughs> so, there is also like other things which we could talk about, like, um, well, owls, because there are quite a few owls in that chapter. There is a little bit about owls. I need to stop saying owls. <laughs> Oh, I know it isn't anything to do with this, but I just clicked on the Malfoy family because, I mean, I'm Poppy. <laughs> so, <laughs> it says the Malfoy name comes from Old French and translates as bad faith. So, I, I kind of understand that. I Ooh. see why they said that. <laughs> so, this is a bit about Cokesworth, where... Lily and Petunia and Snape all grew up. So this is a little bit about that. So it says, Cokesworth is a fictional town in English Midlands where Harry spends a night at a Railview hotel with his aunt and uncle and cousin Dudley. So, and then it says more, it goes on to more about, although it's never made explicit in the books, Cokesworth is the place where Petunia and Lily Evans and Severus Snape all grew up. Where Aunt Petunia and Vernon are trying to... Uh, when Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon are trying to evade the letters from Hogwarts, they travel to Cokesworth. Perhaps Uncle Vernon has a vague idea that Cokesworth is so distinctly unmagical that the letters will not follow them here. He ought to have known better. After all, Petunia's sister Lily turned into a talented witch in Cokesworth. So, yeah. <laughs> oh! He made it a little well, bit that, of a mistake that there. That is in the films. That's where Bellatrix and Narcissa visit yeah so he's he's lived there all of his life so it says it is therefore coaxworth that bellatrix and narcissus visit at the start of the half-blood prince where they visit snape at his old oh at his parents house oh at his old parents house so coaxworth has a river running through it evidence at least one large factory the and in the long chimney overlooking snape's house with many streets for Full of workers' houses, so it's obviously quite like a grubby place. Yeah, probably it's a, just bit, like, a bit privet, gross. Privet Drive. Oh, <laughs> maybe the opposite of Privet. I think it'd be like the darker side of Privet yeah. Drive. There's also a lot about Fantastic Beasts on here. Uh, I'm just gonna try and say this. I might not be able to pronounce some of these words because I just can't talk. So, Cokesworth name. Co- <laughs> Already, <laughs> Cokeworth's name is supposed to suggest an industrial town and to evoke associations of hard work and grime. I did it. I <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> so there's also another tab about owls. So you've. In the books and the films, um, there is all that you see owls quite a bit because it's quite a big part of Harry Potter. Like Harry has one Hedwig. Yeah. Oh, there's quite the a last ones. The last one's so sad. The last paragraph. No, the last um, last book. Oh yeah. I hate it. And the Hedwig. Hedwig gets... Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the film. It's so sad. Just through the sky. I know, it's super sad. Is that the first spoiler we've said? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, 
Apart from the chapter, maybe, for those who haven't read it. We should have warned him before he said that. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. Should have turned off. Whispered it. <laughs> okay, so, this unlucky sea owls flying in the daylight. Wait, so that doesn't make any sense, because in the... In the... The, yeah, the first one in the chapter we're, that we're discussing, there are owls flying in daylight when Voldemort's been defeated. Yeah. So that's unlucky. That's what I don't. Yeah, that's random. So yeah. <laughs> hmm. So. Oh, we'll be talking for nearly half an hour now. <laughs> They're probably bored yeah. of us. I'm nearly about to run out of batteries. Maybe we should say bye in a minute. Yeah. Let's just talk a bit about um Okay, so that was interesting. So, we're going to have a break. So, listen to the nice music, and we'll be back in a minute. As we return from the the break, we're going to be talking about the other parts of the first chapter of Harry Potter. So here we go. And now I don't know. Okay, I'm just going to have to go on a little trip. Take my charger with me. (laughs) Okay. So you can continue. I'll just do this. Okay. So I went on to the Harry Potter wiki uh, um, website thing and I typed in Deluminator because they're, they're, they mentioned a, a Deluminator and 
later on in the books you figure out that Dumbledore actually made it and it was made to remove or return light to its sources and another spoiler later on it leads Ron back to Hermione and Harry yeah when they when he leaves them yeah apparently it I don't know which way around it is now either so he hears somebody saying Hermione's name or Hermione whispering his name I don't know I think it was um Hermione whispering his name it was like (laughs) (laughs) I would have been a bit scared if I heard that yeah I would have been like what the (laughs) so yeah so it's used to take the light out of it so it says here uh oh wait it just scrolled down that's weird um in 1927 dumbledore used the deluminator to darken london streets to talk to newt scamander and avoid detection by the ministry employees oh that's interesting in nine yeah in 1981 after the murder of james and lily potter by lord voldemort dumbledore uses the deluminator to darken private drive where the dursley household was located Dumbledore was expecting Rubius Hagrid to transport the infant Harry Potter to Privet Drive, where Dumbledore would leave him at the Dursley's household. Dumbledore's illuminator allowed Hagrid to arrive within with ag- added security. Which, uh, which website are you on? I'm on Harry Potter Wiki fandom oh, thing. So true. then it also it's about ron's usage it says in 1997 the deluminator was left to ron weasley in dumbledore's will it seemed also to act like a homing device whenever hermione and harry mentioned ron's name he could hear snippets of conversation before and after even though he was far away it then acted as a guide leading ron back to harry and hermione after he left them following an argument then Ron also uses it in Malfoy's cellar so that he, so that Luna, Ollivander, and Ron and Harry could see inside the cellar. Oh yeah, I remember that. So yeah, he used it quite a bit. I can't find it. It's only coming up for Hermione Granger as the Minister of Magic. What? <laughs> That's in the later books. If you type in deluminator, this is what it it's this is the description of it. It looked like a silver cigarette lighter, but it had, he knew, the power to suck all light from place and restore it with a simple click. Nope, oh, I can't find it. How do you spell well, it? Well we could D E L D E L U M I N A T O R. <laughs> spelling lesson that is how you spell deluminator spelling lesson from bellamy okay thank you very much i have found it i was just spelling it wrong <laughs> so it's quite this page is quite useful because it's like the main use of the deluminator is to take or release light there's a button on it and when pressed will absorb the nearest light source so yeah it's really useful basically that's handy. Yeah, I'd like a deluminator. Yeah. 
Because then when you're just sat in bed and you want to turn the light off, you can just literally just uh, press it's it. so annoying when you're reading off. Harry Potter and you're not bothered to turn off the light, but you have to get up. Yes. <laughs> so, we could... After talking about the Deluminator, it makes me want to talk more about Dumbledore, but there wasn't actually that much about Dumbledore. Yeah, I, I don't even have it on... JK Dumbledore around. deserves a right. Dumbledore deserves a right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he died for God's sake. Oh no! <laughs> Another spoiler. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, there's more things on the first book which will be very, very, very useful when we get onto those chapters. It has Umbridge, but no Dumbledore. I know. I'm trying to find to see whether it does have Dumbledore. I would be insulted if it put Oops, I just Umbridge before me. Oh my god! If if it if you click on Order of Merlin and you can you can see the background at Dumbledore's funeral. Well, oh no, that's so sad. If you click on Order of Merlin, it comes up with a picture of Dumbledore's funeral. I was like, no. right. There is another very interesting thing. Yeah. Okay, I know this isn't about this chapter, but it's about the Quill of Acceptance and the Book of Admittance. So, basically, this is just a little bit about it. We'll talk about it in later chapters when Harry actually gets his letter, but here we go. In a small locked tower, never visited by any student at Hogwarts, sits an ancient book that has not been touched by human hands since the four founders placed it there. It is placed it there on a completion in the castle. Beside the book, which is pa- which is pound in a peeling dragon hide, stands a silver ink pot. From this protrudes a long portrait. I can't speak. A long faded quill. These are the quills. This is. These are. <laughs> these are the quill of acceptance and the book of admittance. They can constitute and the only process which students are selected for hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry so basically it chooses whether you go to hogwarts or you don't but nobody's touched it yeah so i think it's like a magic book that would make sense (laughs) what did you click on to find that um it's just basically the quill of acceptance and the book of admittance Uh, there's not very much about it so but we'll talk we'll probably talk more about it when harry actually gets oh i found the order of merlin yeah, the Order of Merlin is so sad. Oh, so holding him. Yeah, and his coffin. But yeah, he okay. Looks, so, is he black with red spots? I, I don't, actually don't know. He must be so rapping. weird. Yeah. Okay. So let's see if there's any more Dumbledore. Any Dumbledore? I can't see any, and it's really upsetting. Could you get like one cause and stuff? Okay, I'm going to find Dumbledore. And I have to. Let's see. News <laughs> and features. Features. Oh, that's cool. I can't see it. This is annoying. I can't see it. Okay. So, I can't know. I don't think there is anything about Dumbledore. I'm gonna search. That's sad. Wait, 
I found an Albus Dumbledore word search. <laughs> I'm just going to click on it to see what the words are. Albus, blue eyes, headmaster, socks, <laughs> pensive, elder wand, Ariana, beard, forks, potato. What? Okay, so I found I found something about Dumbledore. It's things you may not have, might not have noticed about Albus Dumbledore. So here we go. So it says, We all know that Dumbledore favoured sherbet lemons and fondness for knitting patterns. But there are a few hidden de- finer details about headmaster of Ho- about the headmaster of Hogwarts. So, his full name is Albus Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> he has a London underground shaped scar on his knee or something like that, or his back or something. Can't remember. So, it's quite a bit about him. Oh, the Bogart is the corpse of his sister, Ariana. I never knew that. That's so interesting. (laughs) Okay, so it says there's things like his name was a bit of buzz word. Dumbledore is an 18th century word for bumblebee. Aww, (laughs) that's so cool. And J.K. Rowling, Rowling, rolling i can't speak said she liked imagining albus wandering around the castle humming like a bee himself which frankly which is frankly adorable <laughs> i agree that's yes. so cute uh la 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 that's it is a phoenix but that's not very shocking uh, yeah there's a bit about his friendship his friendship with grindelwald oh snape kills him that's not on a website, but I just wanted to say that because I've always wanted to tell somebody who doesn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it says... Okay, so it says... His death was foreshadowed in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh my god, it was, wasn't it? It was. So it says, um, while enjoying Christmas dinner in the third book, Professor Trelawney freaked out because she believed that she would join the table, that it would mean that 13 people would be seated, so the first person to stand would be the first to die. But she didn't actually realise that there were already 13 witches and wizards sat at the table, if you included Peter Pettigrew and in Ron's pocket. <laughs> Dumbledore stood up to meet Greet Trelawney, therefore making him the first 13 to get up for dinner. Sure, it, it could be a coincidence or it could have been a nod to Dumbledore's fate from JK, JK Rowling. Clever. Oh, <laughs> Dumbledore fell in love with Grindelwald. Yep. But added to his horror when Grindelwald showed himself to be what he was and it doesn't say any more than that. There's a lot which I didn't know. Hmm, cool. So, yeah, this web. I've, oh, I've said it. 
I said it again. I always say that this website's really good, but it is. It's just really useful. I found so much about it, which I actually didn't know before. Like, I just thought him and Grindelwald were friends. Yeah. I did not know that they were that friendly. <laughs> Dumbledore at one point possessed all three Deathly Hollows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he had the ring. Oh, whoops. No, the ring isn't it. It's the um, resurrection stone, you mean? Oh, sorry, I just read something about the ring and then it made me ring. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the sword. Searching something about McGonagall, I don't know whether it'll actually work. Uh, I got no internet. There's the best game when you don't have any internet. It's like the dinosaur game, but it worked, dang it. <laughs> dinosaur game? Yeah, so, because I've got an HP laptop. Yeah. So, whenever it doesn't work, it, like, does a dinosaur game, which is really fun. Okay, so I'm on to Professor McGonagall. Oh, what? I've already been on this website. I thought it was a different one. Oops. <laughs> Let's see. Well, let me see. Is this it, please? Oh, oh everybody God. knows that Dumbledore did not see socks in the mirror of our eyes. Yeah, but I don't. I can't actually remember what he saw. What did he see? It was Ariana's sister and his family. Oh, so it's like Harry's. Uh, it says, excuse us while, while we ugly sob. <laughs> excuse us. Okay. So there's Sorry no if you hear that. Noise. They're just mowing the lawn. So <laughs> it's a bit loud. Oh! I found... Oh. So, as you know, Professor McGonagall is a... Oh, what's it called? Animagus, that's it. <laughs> okay, so. There's a lot here. So I'm gonna see Animagus. How do you become Animagus? There's a picture here of Dumbledore and Grindelwald, but I can't tell who's who. I'm guessing Grindelwald is one in all black because that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> This is so weird. What are you on? So I just typed in Animagus. How do you become an Animagus wizarding world? And it came up with, uh, there's a picture of Sirius, James and Peter Pettigrew. Peter Pettigrew, is that Peter Pettigrew? I think it is. But it, he looks so weird. It's like, <laughs> uh, let me see. So this is like, ew, for an entire, uh, that's gross. Okay, so this is how to become an Animagus. Do your homework. Carry a single mandrake leaf in your mouth for an entire month. What? <laughs> it's so gross. I'm sorry, I had to look at what Draco's Animagus was. It says he is an Animagus to a cat. Wait, Draco's an Animagus? Apparently. I never knew that. Okay. <laughs> to a black cat or a white cat. Okay, it says, and then step three, 
a silver teaspoon of jur yeah dew from a place that never neither sunlight or human feet have ever have touched while waiting and uh, step four while waiting for a storm you must place your one tip over your heart step five as soon as lightning appears in the sky go to the place where it hit step six place your one tip against your heart and speak amito ami amigo anim animagus um step seven the shape of the creature into which you will surely transform will appear and then last step when you transform it when you trans when your transformation is complete you are strongly advised to pick up your wand if i cannot imagine peter pettigrew doing that i know like <laughs> or he would be like stuttering or yeah something. he'd be like it, just the actor of peter pettigrew he just whenever i see him in anything else he just looks like a rat <laughs> yeah what have you seen like serious dog serious dog <laughs> okay oh, oh, yeah what did you see serious dog serious <laughs> animagus when you see him again you see you have to see him as a dog i know like, it's so weird yeah if you were an animagus what would you be I would probably be like a cat, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to be a ferret. Yeah, if you don't know, like, like Draco, Draco Malfoy. Malfoy. <laughs> Draco Malfoy is my favourite character. <laughs> yeah. I, I might. Uh, actually, no, we're doing chapter one, so that wouldn't make sense if I searched him up now. <laughs> Which chapter is he in? I, I think he comes. This. He comes right, into. He comes into the chapter which Hermione comes into, which is my favorite character. <laughs> so yeah. So that is. In the book, it's on. It's in chapter five, Diagon Alley, because he sees him when he's getting his cloak. Oh yeah! Fits. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> he sees him again on the train. Yeah, I thought that I went straight to the train part. I was just like, he sees him on the train. <laughs> Potter. <laughs> I just had to say that. <laughs> Potter. <laughs> I'm doing that Malfoy face now. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, if you... if you, Yeah, because you can't see, but she's just like... Uh. I do the okay. Malfoy face, I, I lift my nose up. <laughs> it makes <me> twitch. <laughs> okay, so we're going to answer one of our fans' questions about Harry Potter, the first chapter. Yep. So, let me just find it quickly. Oh, I can't find it. Where is it? I found it. It was a really good question.
where is it? I'll try and look on it too. Uh, yeah. Oh, I can't find it. This is annoying. It was such a good question. I really, I re I really wanted to answer it because it was like such a good question. And it was like one yeah. of the first people. To, it was one of the first people like to email us. It was just like. Okay, so we have to check on our website again now. Sorry, it yeah. might, might be a minute. We just have to <laughs> find it again. Let's see. I do have it written down. I can't find it. I know. Oh, where is it? Oh, this is so annoying. Okay, let's see. Oh yeah, I found it. I found it. It's um, it's what caused Harry's scar. Oh, um, that was when Voldemort did the, <laughs> did the thingy. Curse. Yeah. But when you see him, when you see the clip of him doing it, there's no blood. I know. It's like, how did it even like get on there? Um, there was also another question which I um, liked. It was, what did Harry Potter's scar look like? It was a lightning bolt. Um, it was so on the, the left. On the left side, was it? I'm I just think trying it to was. put my fingers <laughs> up in. Okay, which side it was? I can't remember. The person who um, who wrote that question was HP one five two. So yeah, it's a nice code Thank name. <laughs> Thank you, HP. One five two. So yeah. Oh, I forgot to say, when Voldemort does do the Avada Kedavra curse, it puts a part of Voldemort inside him. Which is that the bit that allows Voldemort to carry on living? Um, it's a uh, well. It, it, this is going to be a spoiler, so you might want to call off because it's going to be a very big spoiler. Yeah. It, Harry is a Horcrux along with Nagini, the Helga Hufflepuff's cup, um, the Salazar Slytherin's necklace. Uh, oh, I can't remember them. The ring. Yeah, didn't Draco used to own the ring? That's what I, I, I thought. Just that? I, don't know. I, don't, I don't think he did, though. Because I knew he had a ring and he had it on his finger, but then Dumbledore I think, put it on his finger, so I don't think it I is. Don't, I don't think it is. No. I can't remember the Horcrux. Like, wait, let me just. I just need to try and remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember now. So it was. Nagini, Goblet, the Goblet of, um, not Fire, <laughs> I was going to say Goblet of Fire, um, the one in the Bellatrix's, yeah, the thing. Hufflepuff Goblet, yeah. Diary, Tom Riddle's Diary, the Locket, the Ring, the Diam, and obviously the part of Voldemort, 
that was so inside him, and Harry. So yeah, there are all the Horcruxes. But that was so, quite yeah. stupid because he has well, to I kill know. Harry, but then he's killing part of himself. I know. So then, yeah, maybe we'll just end up killing each other. <laughs> it works out in the end. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of Expelliarmus. Yep. Hope you listen to it next time. And make Bye. Sure you, make sure you tell your friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.